Yes, sir. I said, yes, sir. What's the deal, everybody? And welcome to a very special Apple Cup edition of the Leisure Time Podcast with your boy iMac. You already know the deal. We back, we back, we back. I know y'all been waiting for this. Apple Cup special. Even though it's canceled, we're going to still keep it going now. We got WSU legend Brandon Gibson stopping by the show and kicking some Apple Cup knowledge. We also got some people on the other side. Yes, sir. Them death row dogs. Keyshawn Vieira and Azeem Victor is also stopping by and giving us a huge perspective of the rivalry. Apple Cup special. The Leisure Time Podcast. We back, baby. Let's get it. Yes, sir. We like to welcome to the show WSU legend and my big bro, Brandon B. Gibb Gibson. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. What's the deal? Thanks, Dave, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. Um, excited to get this thing kicked off. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. And and B. Gibb, I want you to come back on the show. So we're just going to strictly just stick to Apple Cup kind of topics this show. And we're just going to focus on the Apple Cup, bro. That sounds good? Absolutely, man. Anytime, man. I, I'm, I'm excited to be a guest on the show. I'm, I'm down for whatever. Hell yeah, hell yeah, bro. Appreciate that. So <clears throat> with the Apple Cup being canceled this week, Shit sucks. It's being canceled. I still want to do this show. And I'm so happy to bring on you, bro, being one of the best ever to do it at WSU. You get what I'm saying? So before we even get started, I know you got a foundation called Gold Soul to help underrepresented youth in the Pacific Northwest. B. Gibb, if you can, tell the listeners more about the foundation and ways people can contribute. That would be dope, bro, honestly. Uh, I appreciate everybody just taking the time to listen to all this, and and you know people fall on hard times, and you know at times they need they might need a a, hand, a, lend, a lending hand and, and some help, and just you know an umbrella of comfort and love, and we try to just support those uh, in need, uh, whether it be you know turkey giveouts, uh, Christmas giveaways, anything of that nature. We do what we can for the people in the Northwest, especially in the in the Seattle Seattle area. And uh, we're just thankful for for what what God has put us here to do, and and, and being being fortunate enough to give back. So you know, Gold Soul uh, on Facebook, Gold Soul Foundation. You guys, uh, there's there's links all on the on the page, and you guys are more than welcome to uh, you know show your support and show your love. And, and we're thankful for whatever you guys can can give and, and proceed. Gold Soul Foundation on Facebook. You heard the man, man. Go on Facebook and support, man. For real, for real. So, be good. We're going to get straight to it now. Like I said, we're just going to be talking some Apple Cup, bro. We're going to save all them them real, real juicy kind of questions for the next time, bro. You feel me? Yes, sir. So, I'm with you. Absolutely. So, be good. You from South Seattle, Palayup area specifically. <laughs> tell, me, <laughs> tell me about your high school experience playing ball at both Stahl, I believe, Stahl High and Rogers High. Tell me your experience there, bro. Okay, so just uh, a little background. For me, you know, I grew up in the South and moved to Puyallup. Uh, it's about 35, 40 minutes away. But, um, you know, really a lot of good roots and, and, and people that I still call friends and family there. And uh, The experience is, is really good because uh, out there you play 4A football and it's, it's a lot of high-quality football and, and good talent in our division and our league. 
and uh, it was a hell of an experience. And for me, I just was able to hone my skills and become a better football player. Oh man, that's so great, bro. So, 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 did you go to Style first, and then when you moved, you went to Roger? Yeah. So, so they work on the junior high system there. So, my seventh, eighth, and ninth grade year were at a junior high. So, basically, you got to play freshman football, mm-hmm. and then once you get to high school, you know, then it's it's open to everything. And you know, I was a, a sophomore in varsity and all the rest of that, and just playing and trying to figure out my way and, and any way I could help the team. Man, that is so dope, so dope, bro. So. <clears throat> Signing day come around, 2005. Who were your top three schools, bro? Man, I really was interested in Oregon to start. Uh, you know, I think it, it was a school that had fit me at the time. And just, you know, they were really coming up. My mom really wanted me to go to Cal at first. And I was a big, big Cal fan just because of the education. And, and they, they had had uh, success there. And my uncle had already, you know, went to Stanford. And so for me, it was it was about getting that education and being able to you know, put yourself in a situation to be successful in the future. Um, I ended up settling, uh, not settling, but I ended up uh, making a, a commitment to Washington State. Um, actually, in the 2004 season, okay. um, yeah, in the summertime, I actually felt uh, went out there for a football camp, and, and they felt that I was uh, one of the, their student athletes, um, you know, uh, targets, and I was able to uh, – leave walk away with with a scholarship and, and coach doba and levin seller showed a lot of interest and and you know really made me feel comfortable oh, that's so dope bro so you just you just sparked my imagination man how was your <laughs> official how was your official visit like your ov to washington state <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, we actually played USC, and at the time, I played in the Pac-10 mm-hmm. when SC was just on their rise, yeah. and I think I think they're, this was coming off their first national championship. Okay. They, they have a second, I believe, but I think it's a co-national championship, so... Um, Man, really watching Reggie Bush and, and Matt Liner and all those dudes <laughs> go to work. Crazy. <laughs> but but the cool thing was is, is Washington State just fought till the end, and and I was really excited about that opportunity just to be able to play on that stage and and you know put my fingerprints on on a Pac-10 game, and I was excited about that. And I felt that I could make an impact, and so for me, uh, I thought I had the athletic ability and you know the mental fortitude to go make that happen, and it was uh, uh, a good situation. Obviously, you. Know, you go do the party thing and hang out and have fun and and we were we were excited about the, the moment in time and it was a a step in life that you know you got excited about amen to that bro that is so dope man them them, them ovs at washington say something different man that's all i gotta say on that we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna talk too much we just gonna say that and make sure you have fun, and make sure you have fun. <laughs> so bro time to give you your flowers a little bit right now at wazoo bro you are one of the most prolific receivers ever to come out you finished your career with 2,756 yards, 182 catches, and 17 touchdowns. Specifically, that junior year, though, bro, you really went stupid. I did not realize you just had 67 catches and had 1,180 yards on just 67 <laughs> catches. That shit is crazy. That's so much yak, man. That tells me that you was getting up and down. How yeah. fun was it? I'm, I guess this is a two-part question. How was that adaption going from high school to the pack, and how fun was it just competing in the pack in that era? Man, so uh, I'll just give you that that base of you know you're freshman to you that year you mature and then mm-hmm. the year you kind of find that mental aspect of it all. And mm-hmm. as a freshman, yes, I was good enough and athletic enough to play. I didn't have the mental mindset that you want out of a, a guy who you know obviously who started for two three years. But I was 
I was fortunate enough to just be thrown into the fire and figure out my way. And I think that freshman year really helped uh, helped me develop mentally. I found out what I needed to to know and what were my weak spots. I was able to you know come back the next year and put on more weight and be able to contribute into an offense and be counted on. Is that what, what people don't understand is when that ball gets thrown to you, can we count on you to make those plays? And in my sophomore year, that was a big jump for me. You know, I went from like nine catches to like. I think it was somewhere around like 40 catches, maybe Ooh. some, maybe 50. And, and I was able to just slowly come along. And then my junior year, uh, things started to add up. Uh, my body matured. I was in the best shape of my life. Um, I, I got in the mindset that I wasn't going to be stopped. And then when you put all, those, you put all those together and I, you know, I felt like it was my most complete year in, in my college, my college, uh, you know, my college career. Yeah. And it was, it was a lot of fun because I got to play with the same quarterback for three years straight. Exactly. And once we built that rapport, it was hard to really – we started to know and expect what, what each other wanted and needed out of each other. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy to me too? I was looking at the numbers, bro, and you was doing this all before Leach. Like, <laughs> you wasn't playing <laughs> – you feel me, bro? Yeah. You wasn't playing in no air raid. You ain't playing in no running shoes. You're not playing in no kind of system that was like, you know, throw first yeah. kind of system. So to put up those numbers yeah. and to get the yak, bro, that's what I noticed off the rip. Because, you know, I'm a football sure. savant. So if a yeah. if a somebody get a motherfucking 67 catches and they damn near got 12 racks worth of yard, I mean, not 12 racks, 1,200 worth of yards, yeah. you know, you're getting busy, bro. So that's dope. Yeah. So be good. Just a, yep, go ahead. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead. I was just saying, just we were. I wanted to pay a little tribute to the guys that came before me, yep. um, Jay Hill, Bump, yep. and Jed, and Alex Brink, and Jerome Harrison. We were all the guys that I looked up to, and they kind of built the offense. And I just wanted to fit in. And you know, we had All American at tailback my my freshman year, and then. Yep. We had, you know, Jay Hill was a guy who, you know, was known in the Pac-10 yeah. as, as a number one, threat. right? He was number one. Number, wasn't he? he was 83 at his time. Uh, one was DeVard. That was previous. Okay. And then, uh, yep, those guys kind of changed the game for us. And, you know, it was it was cool because we went we were able to be so dynamic because of our personnel. Mm -hmm. um, you never really knew if we were going to be a play-action heavy team one week or – a deep shot team, but we had the ability to be multiple. That's so dope, bro. That's so dope. And, like, for real, man, I want to pay homage. See, the thing is, bro, like, in my era with the Leech era, like, you're just a name that just stood out to us. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe because you was a little bit later than those other guys. But, you know, Bumpers and all them guys, they got my respect for sure because I know they were some dogs and they got it out the mud at Wazoo. For real, for real. Yeah. So, be good. Sure. So, be good. Three and one versus you, Dub, right? Three and one? Three and one, man. I got three victories. Not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> so three. That's why I had to get you on the show, bro. Because I got no victories, and most of the people I know yeah. got no victories. So I was yeah. like, I, I got to find a good guest that got some success against the the, the dog. So I appreciate what was, it. What was those practices like heading into that game, that Apple Cup game? Man, I'll tell you what. It's typically quiet. There's no one on campus because at that time, I think people usually go home for Thanksgiving yeah. break. Uh, we could be in the bubble. We could be outside. It just depends. Uh, the most important thing is, is you just got each other. So you're mm -hmm. out there. It's it's 
it's cold. You gotta have the mic, the right mental. I don't want to cut you off, real. I don't want to cut you off again, but I gotta, I gotta mention this, man. Hey, shout out to the bubble getting real turf up in there, man. Shout out to the bubble getting <laughs> I just turf, saw man. That. That's crazy. God, they just man, got they, turf, bro. Like a week they've ago. They've been telling us, they've been telling us we were gonna get turf in here for years. God year, year, damn, years. done fucked up pro careers in that damn other. <laughs> running, you run four three, you going that turf and run a goddamn uh four seven four eight. It was yeah, horrible. Man. But my bad, bro. I have to mention that, bro. (laughs) So the practices, you said it was just quiet? Oh, man, just quiet, really, and a lot of focus because, you know, this is a rivalry week and something that a lot of people look forward to. If there's one thing that, you know, going to Washington State, obviously the Apple Cup is a big game that you circle. Uh, So much lineage and family that's involved in each and every game. And and I, I can tell you just, like, both my parents went to UW, so this is a game that I grew up watching. And uh, I ended up going to Washington State. And for me, it was a better fit in terms of what was going on. But there was one side that I felt like always had more fun and played with more heart. And for me, that was Washington State. And so that Apple Cup just represents a lot. It's more than just uh, a game sometimes. And and it's actually a a very, 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 very big-time deal around the state. See, CB Gibbs, see, I think that was the problem with our class, like our with Leach. Leach didn't give a fuck about it, straight up. He he treated it like every other game. And just hearing you speak, it seemed like your coach during that time, he cared about yeah. that shit. Like, y'all got to whoop yeah. their ass. Here's one thing that, too, that people don't really understand, and, and they look back on it. And it's not that Leach didn't, and I'm not knocking his style of, of recruiting. At least didn't get a ton of Washington, Oregon, True. Idaho kids. You know, for the most part, he was California and Florida and Texas and, you know, here and there. Yeah. But the most important thing is is that this game means something to guys that are from here. And so it's hard to really have a good good uh, understanding and meaning of the history of the game. And I'm, 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 I'm watching this joint and playing in this joint like guys that came before me, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Smith, um, you know, those, those dudes, those Ryan Leafs, those Chris Jacksons, yeah. those, those <laughs> dudes, that, those yeah. dudes. Yeah, and, and for me, that's that's life-changing because I grew up here and I watched these guys dominate these games, and it meant something to me, and I just was happy to be a part of that that tradition. Man, that is so dope, bro. And and, and B-Gid, I'm so, B-Gid, I'm so happy that you touched base on that, bro, because I do think mm-hmm. that I'm from Los Angeles, bro. The rivalry yep. that we saw was SCUCLA. So me going to Washington State, I guess that I couldn't really at first grasp the whole big picture of it. But just as a competitor, personally, I always was like, fuck them. You know, but 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 (laughs) you know, but 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 Leach, bro, I'm telling you, Leach had a big deal on just treat everybody the same. Play the next play. It's kind of that same message. And and for a rivalry week, you kind of need to change up the message. You know what I'm saying? You kind of need to make an emphasis, I feel, on beating their ass. And he never really did that, you know. And especially too for Leach, and I think it would have been, you know, something different. Like, hey man, this is a team that is held in high regard, you know, that a lot of people talked about, you know, and I'll say this. UW fans feel as if they are at the top of the pack and, you know, statistically looking like they are middle of the road. And that's yeah. not a knock on, on – that's just the facts. But, but man, these guys always typically had a really high ranking or a ranking higher than 
weak than us. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like, hey, man, go in there and, and knock someone off and, and, you know, change the culture of this game. And, yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah. I don't know if the message was shot to him like that. For me, that's just what it comes down to. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, I was in the locker room. I don't even care if Leach heard this. He didn't take <laughs> he didn't take the Apple Cup serious enough. And I, re- I understand why Leach didn't. But maybe this year I was really looking forward to Rolo because maybe he would have took that kind of fuck him kind of approach that you kind of need going into a rivalry game. So, uh, B-Gib, I know personally in 07 you went fucking crazy against (laughs) (laughs) UW. I know you went crazy. I seen the highlights and shit, bro. Seven catches, 135 yards, two touchdowns. How was – so I guess it's a good question. How was – the 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 day leading up to that game before kickoff, did you kind of know? Did you did you feel that you was going to have a big game against them that year? Man, I, I, that whole year, um, every time I took the field, I expected uh, production. Yeah. I expected a hundred plus. I expected points out of myself because I felt like I was that kind of player. Absolutely. And well, looking at that game, I felt it was no different. Um, you know, when you get your game plan, you you figure out what's what's what, who's going to be here and who's going to get the emphasis and who's going to get the ball and where, where are we going to attack. And I was placed in a lot of situations to be successful. And I feel like we did a good job of just taking advantage of that. And I probably could have even had more if you really, you know, <laughs> break down the film. But just, just knowing that matchups based like, hey, yeah. you know, I, I, I can beat him on this. I can beat him on this. Uh, the rush doesn't matter here. Give me an opportunity. And, and I felt like, you know, the ball was in the air. There's only one guy that can come down with it. And that my, that was my mindset. Man, that is such a great mindset to have, bro. And you know what? It, it really sucks, bro, because when I'm hearing your stories and how you just went crazy against UW, we didn't have some boys. Like, we didn't yeah. have some the Vince Maley's, the Dom Williams, yeah. the Gay Marks, Zaya Myers, River Craig Hyde. We didn't have some boys. And... They, we can never. I'm not knocking my niggas. They're my guys, but we can never <laughs> really get loose against you, Dub. We can yeah. never really get yeah. loose against them. So when I seen you had this kind of performance, mind you, yeah, it was kind of a little earlier before the whole Peterson era, but still, yeah. it's fucking hella impressive, bro. Like seven catches, 135 during the Apple Cup. Like that shit, uh, legends uh, are made of <laughs> during that game. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's that. A lot of that boys down the scheme, and and you know. Talent is talent. You have your yeah. talent. You get your talent matched up on their talent, and you you bet on your guys. And I, I think my coaching staff was willing to just bet on me. And yeah. and the leeching the leech staff it, it it wasn't necessarily built on on getting guys the ball in certain spots. I really feel as if uh, the the head coach that's there now did a good job of just dropping eight or dropping nine. Or maybe sending one guy late yeah. from you know add pressure, but it it was nothing different in the sense of hey they're gonna WC's gonna run mesh, yep. they're gonna run vert, they're gonna, you know they're they're gonna run uh, their switch their switch vertical scheme levels, and they're gonna yeah. try to fit levels and fit it in seams and it just they were able to swallow all that up while only pressuring three guys and making an impact Shit. in in the front and that changed the game and yeah. so and that's why know, I think. You know, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> Ain't no big game. I'm not gonna cap though. It, it makes it easier when you have DBs such as Sidney Jones, Kevin King, Buddha yeah. Baker, fucking uh, Marcus Peters, goddamn Desmond Trufant. So I guess that you yeah. did get blessed with some talent <laughs> during those sure. runs, but still though, it's just like get open. So yeah, B. Gibb, this is the last question I got for you, bro. Just so far, I just man, thank you for all this knowledge you've been dropping with us. 
So no last thing, last thing, bro. Being from Washington, bro, can you tell us sure. about the rivalry one more time and what it means to be what it means to Washingtonians, this Apple Cup rivalry? Just just history a bit. History alone, um, I think the most important thing it was uh, it, when you watch when you watch the game and how it develops and the late game heroics and that's something that you really feel and, and you come in touch with and I mean I grew up in the south end of Seattle so Husky Stadium was really 15 20 minutes down the road yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just being around people who care about the game you know and that and that's just so deep rooted in, in in the soil here. I think it, it helps you understand and the, the severity of the game. And a lot of people don't understand that. And it's not that the lead staff, I'm sure they, they got to the game, felt the energy. But, you know, it, for us, it's it's almost more than a game. These, some of the times we play against these dudes that we've been playing against our whole life. Or sometimes as a teammate goes, you know, high school teammates go and, and they go play for UW and then someone else goes to Washington State. But it, it comes down to, you know, households are, are divided sometimes. And, you know, some guys go to, uh, I know my household is crimson and my mom's household, she might have some purple in there. Yep. And, and that's <laughs> the rivalry and then the continued fuel. Absolutely, man. Be good, man. Thank you so much for joining the show, bro. We appreciate you, man. We're going to get you on here again real soon, bro. For real, for real. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let's do it again. Yes, sir. Woo! Fire interview right there, man. Be good, blessed us. Appreciate that, bro. For real, for real. And now, you know we can't have an episode without a K-Dollars mix. Eight dollars Drop that thing, boy. Dash, I'm sending these niggas to finish you. Motor come back, I'll pull up and finish you. Crips to the block is what I call a business move. She like when I hit the moves, get a TD and I do the cha cha like Victor Cruz. And these bitches, they pick and choose. Got a whole bunch of W's, remember I used to lose. I was trapping all in the school, now I get it and flip it, I stack it like I'm a Jew. And these niggas know what I do, so tell these niggas don't play with me. And I've been getting money and shit, you can sit me. And her streets wanna lay with me. And she trying to sleep over, but no, she can't stay with me. Oh, wait, so you think it's cool? Yeah, I fuck with some G's, but do not get it confused. And nigga don't act a fool, niggas drop my shit, fuck around, I'ma get them born. Cause they know the factory I be jacking my G's But the ones that be jacking me And I know why they mad at me Nigga catch me outside Don't be Facebook at me And he charged like a battery Nigga think he hold weight Until I burn them calories He get charged like a battery Nigga think he hold weight Until I burn them calories Couple shooters be with me Call up black We go 50 for 50 Niggas spinning all Until we get dizzy Niggas politicking Talking about busy Why just calling me And saying they miss me I don't got time for no hickeys I just want a quickie So slide them from Vicky's Can't fuck with a bitch If she friendly Nah don't start with me And pussy nigga I won't start with you If it's by the bing Then it's by the boom Got a couple shooters That'll die them too Like look Don't start with me And pussy nigga I won't start with you If it's by the bing Then it's by the boom Got a couple shooters That'll die them too Like look Get money that's motivation Demi he with me He ready for altercations And I got the situation We shooting over rip Don't got time for no hesitations And I ain't at conversations You ain't on my circle You out of place So that bitch I need brain I can't concentrate Got the shooters from Jersey That's out of state Like look Call choppy you ho Cause that nigga moving I ain't no metro but my niggas booming, Ruka in the cut, you know he be bowling like love. I don't try on woo neither. Niggas know my salute, it ain't grandma my shoe either. Nigga, I spit either. If a nigga run up, he gon' see him a few heaters. Nigga, I spit either. If a nigga run up, he gon' see him a few heaters.
They got me back in my berth <laughs> All this pain in my cup I be pouring He was just talking on bro yesterday And them killers called him He was dead by the morning R.I.P. on my niggas that went up I know that bro be watching me performing Free on my niggas that been sitting up But rather sit than never be informing I got some bands started dripping You see the frame stepping out I got the same niggas with me Bro see a crowd and it out I don't like talking with these niggas Them niggas know about what we bout Shit just been crazy with some niggas all on my dick just for the clout. Tryna trying to hook a nigga. Creep through your block like a stoker, nigga. I got killers, it's easy to choke a nigga. From the east, but my hitters is floating, nigga. Sturdy with me, he ready to offer, nigga. We get money, I swear we extorting, nigga. Play around and react, end up a pack. Cause bro be on golf, I call a nigga. Hold my heart, but we still moving dangerous. Put a spliff in the air, and I pop a perk and said, I swear that I feel amazing. Know that she gotta fuck the bro, she won't see me, can never forget that I'm famous. Heard the boys coming, I be scaring off. Gotta watch in the beat when I lane switch. They got me back in my berth. <laughs> All this pain in my cup, I be pouring. He was just talking on bro yesterday, and them killers called him. He was dead by the morning. RP on my niggas that went up. I know that bro be watching me performing. Free on my niggas that been sitting up. But rather sit than never be informing. I got some bands started dripping. You see the frame stepping out. I got the same niggas with me. Bro, see a crowd and it out. I don't like talking with these niggas. Them niggas know about what we bout. Shit just been crazy with some niggas. All on my dick just for the clout. Yes, sir. Haha. -ha. We had to take it to NY with that one. Appreciate it, dollars. First track, Smoke Season Freestyle by the dog Jay Guapo. Second track, Top 5 by the dog Busy Banks. NY Finest right there, man. Got dumb love for the East Coast. And now, it's time for them death row dogs. Let's get it. Yes, sir. We like to welcome to the show them death row dogs, my bros, Keyshawn Vieira and Nazim Victor. Happy Thanksgiving. What's the deal, bros? What's going on, Thanksgiving, bro? Thanksgiving, man. Happy holidays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Had to get my boys up on Appreciate the show, Appreciate you man. for having us, man. Oh, you already know the deal, man. I had to get my guys, man. You already know the deal, man. Y'all honestly like some of them are closer UW homies. You get what I'm saying? So I'm happy y'all even took the time yeah. to come out and give us that UW perspective on the rivalry. Yes, sir. Okay, so with the Apple Cup being canceled this week, you know, I had to still find some UW guests to come on the show, like I said, and I couldn't think of two better guests than y'all two. My guys from the city already know the deal. Before we get started, though, Zim, I got a question for you. I know you got your foundation called the Zim's Dream Foundation. If you can just tell us about the foundation, bro, and ways we can help this foundation, that would be super dope. Yeah, uh, so uh, the foundation is called the Zim's Dream Foundation. It's a nonprofit, 501c3b. So, um, so pretty much what what, it, what it's about is just spreading hope. To, it's, it's about spreading hope to to the youth, you know, inner city youth kids. Um, and we do that through education and and sports. And um, we're finding different ways to you know teach these these, these young these young youths about life. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, you can donate. I got, I got a, we are through the account. I have a PayPal, I have a PayPal account, so you can donate through there. I have a website. You go to Azim's Dream Foundation. Um, you can check it out. You go to my Instagram, and uh, you can also DM me at Azim underscore Victor, and you can hit me up, and um, we can get something going. Absolutely dope. So you hear that, folks? Azim's Dream Foundation, man. Go on PayPal, Instagram, whatever you got to do, man. Support because it's for a great cause. So 
Before we even get started, let me tell y'all, I got to tell the listeners that I'm going to have Keyshawn and also Azeem back on the show to do one-on-one interviews with each of them. So we're just going to focus strictly on the Apple Cup. So that's what we got going. Sounds cool, guys? Sounds good. Sounds cool. All right, Stan. So, Key, my boy, Keyshawn, my dog from Delamo, Carson area, long live that dog nine ball, my boy, Azeem from Compton, went to Linwood High for a little bit. Tell me about growing up in those areas and then finding football as your first love. I'll start with you, Keyshawn. Oh, man. That's a good question right there, Ivan, for real. You know, uh, as young kids from the city, um, you know, sports was our getaway. You know, sports was our time to really, you know, have fun with our friends, you know, let go and really be kids and really just hone that competitive desire, you know, to just have fun and be the best at whatever we was doing. Exactly. You know, whether it was sideline pop in the middle of the street, <laughs> tackle football, you know, or go up tackle at school during, you know, uh, lunch and recess, you know. Uh, but for me, you know, um, football kind of hit late. I didn't start playing football in my first year of football when I was in the sixth grade. Um, didn't play my seventh and eighth grade years, uh, because I was too big to play at my perspective level. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first year was, uh, my freshman year at Carson High School. And, uh, you know, I went to Carson High School with my brother and my older cousin who were, uh, also playing football and basketball at the time. So that was kind of like my dream was to be able to go there and play. Yep. Shout out my dog Damo, by the way. You already know I play football with my dog. Yes, that's what you're talking about. That's the bro that went to Carson, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my yeah, dog. Damo. You already know the deal. Yep. Tell bro I said what's the deal. Yes, How about sir. you, Zine? How about you, Zine? Going up for Compton. Tell us about, you know, finding football as your first love, man, growing up around there. Yeah, I mean, uh kinda like kinda like Keyshawn said, it was an escape for for, you know, us in the in the in the in the inner city, especially coming from Compton. Um, you know, if you if you're outside on the streets, you're either, you know, dealing in the bad or you're, you know, you're outside playing sports or doing something, you know, productive. And, um, we, I just chose the productive route, you know, and I was, I was, I was sorry as hell in basketball. So I knew that <laughs> football had to be the position I had to play. So, you know, um, it, it was, I didn't even look at it as a sport. It was a game. It was a game I love to play, you know, like, like he's trying to say, sideline pop on the grass, um, I remember as kids, me and my boys used to be in the front yard literally trying to learn how to hurdle over each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, real life diving at each other. And so, um, you know, just, just getting to, from a young age, learning to love the, the, the game of the sport um, and, you know, also being able to play it at a high level. You know, even in college, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big blessing, you know, because as kids, we're not even looking at it as, as you know, we're taking it that far. That part, bro. That part. And and fun fact, I just want to throw this out here. I actually was a teammate of Azeem's back when he was at Linwood for a cool, like, what was that? Like a cool little couple months. I was cool, going to transfer quick, from Linzinger to Linwood. Quick, quick second. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. I was playing DN and you was playing middle. I know. That's, that's something. <laughs> that should be crazy. Like, these coaches need to learn how to identify positions better in high school, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, but you had the body shape for middle at that time. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, man. I was... You know what, bro? Middle linebacker, honestly, if we can talk about... Go ahead. He had the little afro with the glasses. (laughs) Some of some strong laughs, strong laughs. Ratchet, though. God, (laughs) niggas was ratchet. And and it's so dope that I got two true linebackers on the show. You know what I'm saying? Because, man, y'all both play the game violent, 
fast and tough. And I love those three attributes as linebackers. Keyshawn always had it. Azeem always had it. And I just love that about y'all games, bros, for real, for real. So I want to give y'all flowers on that. I love the intensity that y'all always play with. So Appreciate it, bro. No problem. So signing day 2013. Key, what was your top three schools and what made you choose you that? Man, it's crazy because uh, my top three schools was Oregon State, Arizona State, and, of course, Washington. But uh, I didn't get that offer to go to Washington a week before signing day. Damn. You know, it was the last week that uh, uh, colleges were allowed to fly players out and host them. And uh, I got to Washington, and they was like, yeah, man, we want to start when it's like, yeah. as soon as I got to play, he was like, yo, we want to offer you. You're going to be the last guy we offer this year. Um, there's other guys on this trip that are going to accept the offer. You don't take it. And I was like, man, say less. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm a dog, you know, through and through. You know, I was like, as soon as, like, as soon as we go back to signing day, I don't even have to commit. Like, just know I'm coming to Washington. <laughs> you know, I have so many friends. I have so many friends. From LA on the team, I was like, man, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to go to Corvallis or any other place, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. my destination. And I feel like that's meant for me. Yeah. That's so dope. How about you, Zim? How about you, Zim? What was your top three, and what made you choose you, Doug? Uh, so my top three coming out, I think just like Keyshawn, I was a late recruit. You know, um, um, you know, I switched positions coming coming t- into my senior year, mm-hmm. and so uh, my top my top three offers. I actually was committed to San Diego State. Okay. Um, I had, I had a had a UTEP I had a UTEP offer. I had a San Diego State offer. I had a Washington offer. Okay. And then, um, you know, I, I ended up committing to San Diego State. And, I, you know, that was the first school that, that really showed me some love. So I didn't not know anything about this process. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going there, you know, mm-hmm. just showing love. And so uh, later later on down the, down the season, um, I started talking more and more to, to Washington and um, the coaches. And I got down there kind of like he, what Keyshawn, exactly what Keyshawn said. And the funny thing is, I didn't know nothing about the University of Washington, like <laughs> yeah. coming out of high school, nothing. I didn't even know it was Seattle. I thought Washington was D.C., you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, so, God, same thing. So, so I was just learning a whole different, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> demographic. So it was, it, was, it, was, it was dope going there and seeing so many guys from – that league, even even in that San Gabriel Valley league that we played in in Linwood, with yeah. uh, guys like Brandon Beaver from, yeah. from Dominguez, which is our rival. Uh, uh, Perk, Gar- I, I want to say Josh Perk was Perkins in that league too. Yeah, yeah him, him, and him and Dwayne went to Gar, uh, you know, and then Jesse Callier went to Warren. Warren, that's all in the same league, yeah. and so I felt I felt right at home when I got there too. You know, with a bunch of guys that I didn't really even know but knew. That's so dope, guys, for real, for real. And, and, and don't feel bad about thinking that it was the White House Washington, bro, because I, I literally had to catch the plane to Pullman to find out that it wasn't fucking the White House Washington, <laughs> D.C., bro. So don't feel bad about that. <laughs> you feel me? So No doubt, man, because I, I still correct people to this day. <laughs> oh, God. So at hey, UW, straight up, bro, y'all niggas went crazy. Straight up. Key, 242 tackles, 19.5 TFLs. Five forced fumbles, six fumble recoveries. Zim, I remember, I want to say your a couple years got cut short, but all in all, you had 197 tackles, 15 TFLs, a pick six against Wazoo, four sacks, and 11 pass deflections. <laughs> <laughs> so, can y'all both 
tell the listeners about y'all kind of rising UW because, bros, y'all both was red shirts. Y'all kind of came out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure they didn't even think that Keyshawn and Azeem was going to become who they became. So tell me about y'all rise, and I'll go with Key first with this one. Man, uh, man, that whole process and how everything just came to a head is just, you know, it's like storybook, man. You know, like I feel like, you know, we were definitely chosen to be there at the same time for us to be around each other to make that happen. Because uh, if it was anybody next to me, I don't know if I'd be the same person, you know. And uh, I'm pretty sure Zim would tell you the same thing, but same thing. You know, uh, that happened by coming in under guys like Shaq Thompson. Mm-hmm. You know, so the first day on campus, this dude picked us up and was like, yo, y'all with me. Like, you feel me? Like, y'all yeah. with me. Y'all captain dudes. I like how y'all move. All these peaks y'all take, I'm going to show y'all the way because I'm trying to be on a winning team. Mm-hmm. You know, so dudes like him, Sean Parker, Casey SP, Williams, shout out SP, you know. fully. SP, shout out yeah. SP. All you get, all these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, they showed us the way. Marcus Peters, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we, should, we just sat back and watched, you know, watch them work. You feel me? We watched them work, how they moved, and we tried to mimic it the best we could, but trying to put our own twist to it. And, uh, you know, trying to learn football all from them because, you know, in high school, you just run around playing cover four, cover three, mm-hmm. and man, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they taught us the game, you know. Uh, they, they put a lot of energy into us to make sure we developed so we could do that to the next group of guys that came in behind us. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we just started to focus on what we wanted to do and, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we actually knocked them with the stem coaches, <laughs> it was only a matter of time, you know what I'm saying? Like, we already had that athleticism. We already had the heart and the determination. We was already gritty because we was fighting our whole lives. You come to the yeah. city, so it was like, Mm-hmm. Shit, all we need was a little structure, and we made it happen. Man, bro, you really do, yeah. bro. How about you, Zane, man? Just, just your story, your rise, man. Just like he, you was a red shirt, bro. You could have went, you could have transferred, you could have did some other shit, but you stayed. Tell me about your story, Zane. Um, I mean, I, I barely remember the day Coach, Coach, Coach Stark left. You know, we were all sitting there, some red shirt guys, like, what's next for us? You know, and I think, I think us staying really proved what can come out of, you know, the unknown. Mm-hmm. And um and, and like kinda Keith said, uh just 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 the combination of of us being there all together at the same time, um, I think that's what made a big difference because it wasn't like we were just playing with teammates. Yep. Like you were playing with your brothers, you know, and we really felt like that. And um it wasn't just because of, you know, we, we were on the same team. It was like we actually hung out and talk to each other in that in that in that brotherly way you know so and care for each other in that brotherly way and i think that's what made a big difference at UW while we were there in that stint because it was a deep brotherhood and everybody held each other accountable that's so dope man and, and you know what like you look at the stats you look at the highlight tapes people will just think instantly like you know key and zine that shit was given to them you know what i'm saying it was given like these dudes were starters and starters but they don't even really know the intricacies of how much work y'all had to put in to even get to start at you dub so just that that that, that not settling kind of mindset is an admirable rose and i appreciate that so i can't wait to get to this question honestly death row dogs all right I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. When I first saw y'all, saw y'all starting this movement, even as a Wazoo guy, I thought that shit was dope as fuck. 
Swear to God, the whole death row dog movement, I was fucking with it so much. And I guess the question I got for both y'all is, what made y'all come up with that identity? And why do you think it was such a success? You get what I'm saying? Like, death row dogs, it kind of stink. And, and that era is always going to be known as the death row dogs era. So, yeah, tell us about that a little bit. But I'll start with you, Dean. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I I I, I let I let Keith give oh, okay. you the background of of of, of oh, so where Defro come from, and I give you I give you that that second answer. <laughs> Michelle, Keith, go ahead. Okay. Keith, start off. Defro dogs. How right, so you, you you just want me to start with Defro? Um, I mean, or, you know, you know, yeah, this, yeah the, the 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 name of the origin, you know, where it came from, you know. Okay, okay. So how we right, so we just gonna, Yeah, so we just gonna. We're going to go back to, like, dudes like Sean Parker, Trey okay. Watson, Danny Sheldon, you know, Marcus Chufant, Marcus Peters, you know. And, like, these dudes, you feel me, they had this type of mindset, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It was destroy, crush, dominate everything in front of you, you feel me? It was de- it was pretty much just the opposition got to get got, and no matter what, <laughs> you feel right. me? If we get her doing it, next man up. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's pretty much how we was raised. You feel me? Yeah. And, we, and I say raised because when you come in as freshmen in the type of class we had, you couldn't just throw us in with the other dudes because it was like putting a bunch of dogs, a bunch of rabbit dogs in, in a cage with a bunch of hungry dogs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we just, it was always going to be fighting all the time. So you literally <laughs> had to groom us. Train killers with the wild people. Kind of like, yeah, real. For real. Like, it was just like that. They they literally had to groom us to be with the rest of how we used to call general population. Honestly, you know know what's funny, Key, before Zingo with that shit, bro? When I look at the recruiting classes that UW had during that era, they went into the hood, bro. You feel me? Like, yeah. you know, like sure. us at Wazoo, I feel like they didn't really go into the hood like us. Like, we had dudes like Marvin Hall. I mean, y'all had dudes like Marvin Hall, Jadon Mickens, Keyshawn, you, Keyshawn, Zine. Y'all niggas really stay. I don't think people understand that y'all niggas yeah. really stayed in the hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they, <laughs> you know, yeah they, they offered Troy Williams in a, when Troy was in the 10th grade. Up. Oh, yeah. I forgot about T3. We got to get him on the like, show for sure, too. Like, yes, right. The type of dudes we had, you feel me? Everybody was from the hood. Everybody was a... Keith Price was the man at the time, you yep. know? Yeah. Keith Price, Vo. Yep. Shit. Uh, man, the, Just real Like, I, I want to say it was probably like 60 to 50% of the team was from L.A. It was either... And it, I ain't talking about it. It was, it, was, it, was, it was L.A. It was either L.A. and the other 40% was Timorans or, or, or Islanders, Pacific Islanders. <laughs> Turnt motherfuckers. From, from Washington. Oh, you know man. That was so, was so fucking uh, dope, dog. The type of team we had was just... It was like literally like... You know what I'm saying? I don't know how it was over at Washington State, but literally our freshman year, we was fighting the older dudes every day at practice. I'm talking yeah. about full speed... Trying to knock each other out, like, like no mercy, my, no spoon fed. Mercy. <laughs> yeah, no nah, mercy, like, no spoon fed. Like you step and, on that field, you better come with your shit. Exactly, like, for real. Or you gonna get your shit. And Keith, do you remember our freshman year? Do you remember our freshman year? Our, our freshman rookie class, like, had to do hard lessons literally every day, every day, <laughs> every day. They were trying to get us to quit, bro. Like, for real. It was like they were trying to train us to be Marines and send our ass home. Man, but I love that shit, though. For real, for real, man. Y'all niggas was going at it, man. So, Zine, bro, Death Row Dogs, give me your side of the story now. Uh, I mean, it was, 
it was it was it was an in-house name, you know. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it was an in-house name, and you had older guys like like Shaq and and, and Danny Shelton that brought it upon us. Mm-hmm. And I think when it was our time to kind of come out, uh, guys like like we really we really just embraced that death row, you mm-hmm. know, like. We kind of made that our fret, like we, yeah. we kind of just made that our thing. <laughs> just, just in the, just in the way, the way, in the way that we presented ourselves outside the locker room, inside the locker room, you know, from 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 our demeanor on the field to how we handled our business, it was kind of just all, you know, what I'm saying, like our our, our off season workouts were even like, you know, what I'm saying they yeah. start getting intense because we start wanting it more. You know, exactly. what I'm saying we start really pushing ourselves. Man, that's so. And dope, I think. Bro. Um, yeah, and so and so guys like Kevin King, uh, mm-hmm. me, Keyshawn, I mean, we all just we all just hung around each other, you know, and uh, just that death row name just just kept clicking with us, and um, you know, one day one day I I went down to uh to the store and made some death row shirts, some death row dog shirts for the for for my guys on defense, and <laughs> from there that shit took death off. Row was just you know. <laughs> And I and I and I say this, bro. The coach, the coach, our coach was like, we don't know about this death row thing because it was kind of like we were just we were just screaming it out, you know. We yeah. would post a hashtag death row, and people were like, what's this death row thing? You know what I'm saying? And then like it started getting some buzz with the fans, and they start grab, you know what I'm saying? Like they start grab going to it. Yeah, and, gravitate um, into it. Yeah. I remember my coach sat us down. I remember our coach sat us down. He was like, he was like, you know, that death row thing is. It's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous name, <laughs> and we're like, man, that's because we're cutthroat. We, we're we're you know what I'm saying? And um, he didn't, he didn't know how the fans were gonna take it. Yeah. And you know, we just changed it into our own, our own thing. And I think the fans rode that wave. We had the support of fans, um, the support of our coaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had, I had Coach Lake, the now head coach. I had him wanting the uh, cup of uh, Death Row shirt. You know what I'm saying? And so. Everybody just believed it. it gave it gave us something to believe in, you know what I'm saying? And then um once once the uh once once the new guys start coming in like uh you know the uh once once because you know it was a it was a big divide from Coach Sark guys and, and, and Coach Pete guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you go from now recruiting in the hood to blue collar guys, you yeah, know. Exactly. And so and so I think that's what that combination kind of it just meshed at the right time. Exactly. You know, you had you had a bunch of you had a bunch of guys from different backgrounds ultimately that were willing to sacrifice their bodies for each other. Man, that is so dope to hear, man. You're right. It's a big difference between Sark recruits and Pete recruits. And, and trust me, as a Wazoo fan, as a football fan watching, you can tell around the time after that playoff run. After you can tell the talent started to slip. I mean, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's me, but it do seem like a lot of that success was a lot of Sark's talent. That's just me. All right, but you know, we ain't gotta go too too much of that. You know, we don't we don't need no feds listening to the podcast and y'all getting into no troubles. We ain't even gonna get into that. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> so minus y'all red shirt year, y'all didn't fucking play. So honestly, I wouldn't even consider that's a loss to WSU. I believe y'all boys is four and zero against Wazoo. And just tell me about the practices those weeks because I know it from the Wazoo perspective, it's super flat. When I was there, Leach didn't really hype up the rivalry. We didn't have speakers come. It was just another game to Leach. How was the practices before Apple Cup for y'all? Key, I'll go with you first. Man, honestly, the practice, it was personal. 
it was personal. I mean, we, we always made it personal. We always found a way to make it personal. And I think, you know, us as a group, as a team, we had a high-level group of competitors. You feel me? Like, everybody, we competed amongst each other, mm-hmm. and then we competed every time we stepped on the field. I mean, yeah. so even at our practices, like, you know, everybody knows you start practice off with something like I'm going in and out. Like, a, you know, I'm going in and out. No, no, you good, you good. Nah, yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we always started with a competitive period to start practice, and if it wasn't competitive, we'll start over. Yeah. So, Washington State, we came, you know, and they just start bringing an alumni every week. <laughs> nah, every other day, every nah, alumni every day, every game, every game before the game, the day before the game, two days, three days, four days, See? counting down before the game. And tell us about the rivalry. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Some of the best players to ever come to Washington will come and tell us about the rivalry. Like, look, this is what this shit is about. You feel me? Y'all better come in here and y'all better play hard because, you know what I'm saying, this is where you really going to step, uh, you know, put your name in history at the University of Washington. Man, so, we, so dope. We found a way to make it competitive. found a way, you know, to really hone in. Understand, like, shit, we got to go 4 and 0. As a, as a career against these dudes, and it's nothing less than that. And that's what fucking happened. Sad to say, but all right, Zim, how about you, man? How was the practices week like from your perspective from the uh, the rivalry? Oh, did Zim cut off? I feel like I feel like he can tell you firsthand. I'm kind of tense, bro. Uh, before the game, but that whole week, you know what I'm saying? My mindset changes from season to all right, just Apple Cup. It's a game. I can't lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, 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 and so I, I, I remember one. I remember one Apple Cup. I was just in Tupac the whole week. The whole week, I was just so aggressive. <laughs> and so, and so, and so, you know, just just learning about that, just learning about that rivalry, and and um, and and, and embracing that rivalry. It's, it's super fun, man. I remember, I remember my first ever. I remember my first ever Apple Cup. I got to play, and I was, I was a special teams guy, and I got a flag first, first kickoff, first opening kickoff. I get a flag, and my coach was chewing me out. And then I went down there and I smacked two dudes twice on kickoff. I remember, I like, oh, homie Jamal, hey, Ma, it's all good, bro. It's all good, Ma. <laughs> you know, so, 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 so. I mean, I just got a lot of good memories from that, from that, from that, that, that U Dub Wazoo game, and it's just, it's just always in that air. You just feel yeah. it. You know, you don't feel that often. I don't, I didn't, you know, I didn't get that. I didn't get that much in in, in high school. You yeah. know, playing big games and 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 having you know packed out stadiums, and so. To really be a part of something like that and to be a part of some tradition, it was super, super cool to me to be a part of. That's so cool, though. So last question right here, guys. Man, I appreciate all the knowledge I've been dropping uh, to my listeners on the rivalry. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's rare that, you know, a Wazoo guy can can get the U-Dub perspective on the rivalry. And I'm just so grateful that y'all taking the time out and giving us that perspective. So last question right here. So my senior year, 2015, Apple Cup. I would want to. I could argue that those were both of y'all best performances in the Apple Cup. Key, you had you a forced fumble early in the game. Zine, you had you a pick six, and just y'all was both flying around making all sorts of plays and made my personal good friend Peyton Bender his first start just seem horrible. 
I swear, I think, I think honestly, no cap, I think y'all went on a 28-0 run between the third and fourth quarter just on defense. I want to say that. It was fucking crazy. Oh, after, after, after y'all scored in that first half, we got mad. <laughs> <laughs> I got that goal line pass sundown. I think after that we was like, okay, no more. Man, y'all niggas, man, man, just, just. So, okay, so we know what game we talking about. Me personally, I feel that that game right there is what propelled, propelled y'all, propelled you dub to what was to come. The CF, the college football playoff run, going to um, the big time bowl games, and I really feel like that game. Solidify so many people' confidence, and so many people went to the NFL no from that game as well. So, can you say that that game kind of propelled y'all to to that national promises that y'all want that y'all made it to, Key? Yeah, I mean, it definitely did. It kind of it, it kind of really put that star status on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, individual players kind of had it, but as a performance, really came together. And people are like, yo, this Washington team is this Washington State team is loaded. This might be the Apple Cup that really seals the deal and really gonna show us how good this death row defense is. Mm-hmm. But you know, we came out there and you know we did we set up we made a statement. Yep, it was like, look, this team is young. This is the same team that's gonna come back next year, and we're gonna show you how we're gonna play all next year, leading up to whatever bowl game we went into that year. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel like that game really. Showed us what we can do. And you feel me? My dog caught a pick, so <laughs> I was like, damn, we didn't, we didn't even know this nigga had hands. Man, you know, he only and, had feet. And you know, key funny thing about this, right? So obviously, you know, guys, I train at FSP, so I, you know, I, I train with a lot of you dub guys. And they told me that that whole week before that Apple Cup game, that Zim was on the jugs that whole week saying that he was going to get a pick. And he got a pick that game. Is that, is that true? Is that true, Zine? Was that true? Were you working on the jugs that whole week and kind of predicted your pick six that week? Oh, no doubt. Um, I mean, I was, I was those those following weeks up. I was dropping a, a ton of of a ton of gimmies, you know, just straight to my hands, just just dropping them. Mm-hmm. And so, so Apple Cup, I'm like, I gotta give me a pick this week. I got to. I done dropped too many. I got to give me one this game. And I just kept telling myself, I know I'm going to give me one this game. And, um, I mean, I dedicated myself to the jug machines that whole week. <laughs> I think he was on them too. Yeah. After, 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 after practice, I just get on the jug machines and catch a couple balls, catch a couple drops, drops, <laughs> and we'll catch balls on the jug machines and, Thank God, <laughs> one came my way in the, in the uh, late in the, late in the second half, and I ran with it, bro. Man, bro, that shit's so crazy, awesome man. Awesome feeling, awesome feeling. So dope, man. Like I said, man, Death Row Dogs in the building, man. I appreciate y'all too, for real, for real. Key, Zim, I appreciate y'all stopping on the show, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Man, appreciate nah, you. we gonna get y'all back on the oh, show. No, you already know the deal, real. man. And one thing I gotta say too, again, is that you know, just y'all. You know the the I want to say the the legacy that y'all left behind. Hey, going in and out. I can't hear shit. Oh my! <laughs> just listen, bro. We closing out. Just listen, man. Just listen, yo, man. This nigga seem hard of hearing, boy. All right, man. but anyway, man. Anyway, bros. Like I said, man. I, I think that y'all legacy is still there at UW. You know what I'm saying? I feel like y'all, y'all, y'all era is what really turned the program around. And I also, you know. 
congrats on never losing the Apple Cup. Shit, y'all kicked my ass twice, so congrats on that, too. <laughs> All right, then, bro. Thank y'all for stopping by the show. All day. All right, bros. Yes, sir. My brothers, man. Key and Zine stopped by and blessed us, man. It's not too often that a wazoo guy like myself can get that kind of U-dub insight from the other side. So that was super cool. They dropped some gems, and I hope y'all appreciated that. Show's over now. Go eat you some turkey. Go eat you some mac and cheese, some mashed potatoes. It's Thanksgiving, man. We're going to end the show with this. Thankful by Kodak Black. Happy Thanksgiving from the Leisure Time Podcast. Dollars. Drop that thing. Tell you about me. A nigga like me, I'm grateful. I'm thankful for everything. This gotta stay clear. I just know how you laugh. Every morning when I wake, I hit my knees and pray. I'm so thankful. I learned a new lesson every day. I was scheming, running wild, and then I called a kid. I was locked up in a cab when it all came to my brain. Keep your head up, go that get out there and do your thing. Get your bread up, go that you ain't got no time. I was fed up, lost a lot but never lost my faith Cause it reasons I go through what I'm going through today Had to tell myself, go that you don't bother, you in trouble Had to tell myself, fuck my friends, all I got is my brother Then I told myself, fuck the hoes, all I need is my mother Cause I realized that I wouldn't be shit without my mama Be forgiven, Lord, know you understand that it's a struggle Just a little boy, in these streets got caught up with a hustle for my two brothers, all we got is each other. I wouldn't be nothing without them. That's why I love them. Hey, hey, I gotta stay pure. I gotta stay positive. I'ma step up to the plate. Won't run away like my father did. Try to put my leg on, but he did stick to the cold. I ain't trying that shit no more. Just gonna keep my focus on. I gotta keep moving forward. I can't get caught up in my way. I've been lost out here like Batman, feeling like I'm in a maze. Watching the clock, I can't wait until he drop. Count the prints up on the wall.